Truth number one, God is the sovereign creator. D.A. Carson said, just because somebody uses the word God and then somebody else uses the word God, it does not follow that they mean the same thing. God, for some, is an inexpressible feeling, or it is the unmoved cause at the beginning of the universe, or it is a being full of transcendence. But we're talking about the God of the Bible, and the God of the Bible is self-defined. He talks about himself as being eternal and righteous. He is the God of love. He is the God of transcendence. That is, he is above space and time and history. Yet he is the eminent God. That is, he is so much with us that we cannot possibly escape from him. He is everywhere. He is unchangeable. He is truthful. He is reliable. He is personal. Genesis 1-1 begins, In the beginning, God. The first four words of the Bible give us all the information we need to understand our position in the universe. From these four simple words, we can immediately recognize that life comes from God, is found in God, and exists for God. He who was the beginning and source of all things naturally has the authority to govern our existence. However difficult this may be for our rebellious hearts to accept, it is unalterably true. Like the priest in the movie Rudy, if we only know two things, they are the two things that guide us best. There is a God, and I am not Him. The history of the world is the ongoing story of man's dogged insistence that it is he who is sovereign, not God. Man is the perpetual toddler, stuck in the terrible twos, and continues to stomp his feet, raise his voice, and scream, Mine! to God. But it is the Creator who gets to form the creation any way he desires. The Creator makes the rules, sets the limitations, and determines the outcomes for his creation. Jonathan Edwards said, The Creator of the world is doubtless also the governor of it. He that had power to give being to the world and to set all the parts of it in order has doubtless power to dispose of the world, to continue the order he has constituted, or to alter it. He that first gave the laws of nature must have all nature in his hands. So it is evident God has the world in his hands to dispose of as he pleases. God has decided to allow his created ones to choose who they trust, their creator or themselves. But our decision in this regard does not affect God or his sovereign plans, for he already knows the decisions we will make and will use both our obedience and our rebellion to accomplish his sovereign will. Yes, there is a sovereign one, and you are not him. Prayer Holy God, the Creator and Lord of all things, everything exists because of your will. The smallest creature is known to you, and the greatest nation is at your command. Your rule cannot be stopped, and your will shall be accomplished. Help me trust you and your goodness in all things. Amen. Reflection Questions Number one, does the idea of God's sovereignty comfort you or confront you? Or both? Question two, what are three ways you might demonstrate complete submission to God's authority in your life? Question three, no matter whether you choose submission or rebellion, 
God knows it in advance and will use it to further His sovereign will. How do you feel about that? Practice this week's memory verse. 